You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that is now going to be broadcast in Simlish from this point on. Shaboinga blip, gagonga play. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. That was much better than that mine. That was way better, yeah. So anyway, yeah, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you. Uh, a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! That's the closest thing to Simlish I have on this board. Sam, you're not going to give us a little bit of that Simlish? You're not going to give us the taste? Oingo Boingo. <laughs> that is a band. That's a band, I know. <laughs> That's a JoJo reference. <laughs> All the right. Honga Gooba. Flubber day. That's oh, see. That's, that's much better. That's much better. <laughs> it just took me a couple tries. Well, I was going to say something about reticulating splines. Yeah, that's Sim City. That's no. That's that's the Sims too. It's on the little that's bottom true. like loading, loading thing. things. Yeah. Sim City two thousand actually said it though. Oh really? It did. I yeah. used to play Sim City two thousand all the time. Yes. Uh, was me it, too. Didn't one of the Sims games have like connectivity with one of the Sim City games where you can build the town layout based on your Sim City or something like that? I think it was planned. There was a game plan called Simsville that was kind of the bridge between the oh, two. Oh, yeah. And it got canceled. Gotcha. Okay. Because I remember that always being kind of a thing. Like, they, they must have, like, announced it or something or had an ad for it, and then it just never... I don't know. I don't remember if that was, like, maybe, like, one of the console Sims with one of the console Sim Cities back when they used to do those, or if it was back during, like, Sims 3. I don't know. There was a couple yeah. of spinoff games that connected to SimCity 2000. There was that Streets of SimCity oh, yeah. that let you do car combat in your SimCities. Nice. And there was also SimCopter that let you fly a helicopter in your cities. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I remember that's that. Because cool. I remember in SimCity 2000, you could take a like a tour through your town on street level. Nice. Nice. All right, so hey, let's talk about some things we've been doing the last uh, the last week or so <laughs> that are not Maxis really. That are not, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we we could talk about Will Wright and his wonderful spores for as long as we <laughs> as we want, but uh, hello there, Gov. <laughs> <laughs> I love that monster director. They give him a British accent. He's definitely not British. He's not a British man. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Will Wright. <laughs> Welcome to me, beautiful spores. He, he just seems like maybe he would he be. He seems like he would be. Yeah, he's he's one of those kinds. Like when you like when you're growing up, that like instead of people like being like a Japanophile, they were like a British file. Yeah, uh, well, there is a word for an Anglophile. Anglophile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's having his buttered toast sandwiches yeah. with baked beans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, yeah. Peter Monolu is the British one. Yes, he's the British one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, talking about things we've been doing. Um, so this one actually kind of rolls back a couple weeks for me, but I went to the Ren Fair, the I Renaissance Festival for the that. first time since I was in high school, junior high maybe. It's been like maybe twenty years since I've been to the Re- Renaissance. Oh Festival. man, it was like a that's a whole new experience for you. It yeah. is. It was a completely different. It just seemed like a little town instead of oh yeah a bunch of tents set up in the middle of a field like it was back then. To be honest, I don't remember much of the Ren Faire last the last time I had been, but this time, super fun. It has changed hands twice since then. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Interesting. Uh, the only other thing about the Ren Faire I remember is there for a while, uh, George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost yes, from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yes, the Ohio Renaissance Festival, because <laughs> he could never pronounce things correctly. <laughs> um, Which just adds to his character. It yeah. does. It does. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, this, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was 90% shops. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I prevented myself from getting a sword and shield. But boy, was I thinking about oh, it. Yeah, it's always a tough, a tough time to not spend too much money. At the right. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Jordan and I both we we didn't dress up full blown Ren Faire garb, but I had like a tunic that had like the strings and stuff. And Pe- a peasant shirt. Is a what peasant they call that. shirt. OK. Yeah. And Jordan had a, you know, a, an old timey dress looking thing, which was cool. I mean, it it was something that you could wear out and not, not look, look like a total weirdo like, like, like a weirdo yeah. yeah yeah not like when i go into the gas station in larp gear yeah well right. yeah or when we go to the gas station dressed as star trek uh, starfleet officer that was fun <laughs> yeah. that was a good time <laughs> that was a long time ago yeah. that was a while yeah yeah samantha and i were talking about going and addressing uh, as hobbits oh that would be cool but every time that we both had time off for it, it would rain. It's oh, like, yeah. Well, I guess we're not going now. Yeah, that seems kind of miserable to walk around that place in the rain. Yeah. Uh, we ended up going on Highlander weekend, so there are mm. a lot of kilts. Oh, yeah. A lot of kilts. I mean, there's a lot of kilts. No, Here's the thing. Even though they have Highlander Highland weekend and Pirate weekend... Every every time you go, no matter what weekend it is, you're going to find a lot of kilts and a lot of pirates. Yeah, we saw a lot of kilts, a lot of pirates. Last we- time we went, it was romance weekend, and I saw a Mandalorian. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, we almost went to Time Traveler weekend. We thought, oh, that might be fun seeing a million Doctor Whos and Star Treks uh, wandering around. Um, Jordan and I briefly considered dressing up like uh, Bill and Ted. Oh, that would have been great. On Time Traveler weekend. <laughs> Hello there, medieval dudes. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Yeah, that yeah. would have been great. Next year. Next year for sure. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I love going. Um, I used to go every year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I, could, I didn't go last year because, you know, reasons. Yeah, yeah. Did they even have it last year or did they? They did, they did not. They officially canceled the actual fair, but they had limited weekend engagements that were like half the fairground. Oh, okay. With limited ticket space, which <laughs> I thought was really stupid. I'm still disappointed in them for doing it yeah. because I fully supported them going, okay, we're closing for the safety of our staff and our patrons right. and everything. And I'm like, oh, cool. Good on you. Good on you. But then they did that. And I was like, during that time, and I was like, it's a half yeah. measure. It was about a 50-50 split of people in masks while we were there. Um, a lot of plague masks, which oh, I, fitting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. But no, it was a lot of fun. Didn't get a turkey on a uh, a giant turkey leg. I, have I don't. Ne- I've never liked them. I don't. I don't care for them much. I uh, uh, did get um, meat on a stick. What is that? The, the um, steak on a steak. Steak on a steak. steak on a stick. That was pretty good. That was. I don't know. I've only tried that once, and the one time I tried it, it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. It tasted like ninety percent cumin, and it fell off the stick while I was eating it. <laughs> I ended up had a had a giant yellow stain in my beard uh, for the remainder of the day because nice. it was just nothing but grease. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I really enjoy the bread bowls. I a but lot the, of people, but the line for the bread bowl is always stupid long. That's why we didn't get it. <laughs> I don't like eating meat off the bone. I don't know. I'm just a, I'm a wuss in that way. I guess you're a, you you a, you a, you a nuggy boy. Yeah, I'm a real nuggy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't. More times than not, I'll get a boneless wing instead of a bo- bone-in wing, but... Uh, it's less work. 
Yeah, it, I it's just a lot less work. Stuff in my face. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I just you know consume things like Kirby. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but no, um, did you watch the Joust? Did not watch the Joust. Oh. We didn't really get a chance to watch a whole lot of the things. We you just gotta. We watch really the just kind of walked around, especially since you know in years and years ago they were stage Joust, mm-hmm. but they've since gone away from that. Now it's actually full contact yeah. competition nice. jousting. Nice. It's rad. Like yeah. it's really cool. Uh, there was one year there was like a double and horse, or there's a couple years I got double and horsings, and it was like amazing. Mm. Plus, now that they have the premium seating where you can sit like under the the awning wooden area with oh nice with the king and queen. Yeah, well, just the queen. <laughs> the queen. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and you get like a soda and a little pennant to wave, like for the whatever color, whatever side you're supposed to be waiting for. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> it's like a little miniature medieval times style experience. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Except it's real. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's no falconry. Yeah, there was there was one year uh, there was one year there was like this uh, this female jouster and she was just kicking butt all over the place. It was um, it was great. That's awesome. That's super great. Yeah, go back and watch the joust. It's I will the best next part next year. I think it's going to become a yearly thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like I remember back when they didn't use that big pirate ship for anything, and now it's a awesome, cool pirate show with like where they shoot the cannons off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We heard the cannons and stuff like that. There's like some acrobat show. Uh, the kamikaze fireflies. The kamikaze fly fireflies. Yes, yes. The, the, they're always really good. I always liked. Um, uh, there's these. Uh, Shanghai Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's a, an upright citizens reference for three people. <laughs> Two of which are in this room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys went and I'm glad you had a good yeah, time. Yeah, that was a really good time. It was a really good time. All right, so you guys, what have uh, you guys been doing? I've been reading a book. Like like a, like like a book book. Congratulations. I know. Right. I, ha- I haven't picked one up in All forever. All right, bra- brainy boy with your smarty smarts and your book learning. <laughs> I mean, if that book learning in- involves, you know, poking around in dark caves and finding magic rings. Is it The Hobbit? Yeah. Oh, nice. Hobbit? Okay. <laughs> I'm reading The Hobbit. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I, is this a reread for you or is it a first time? It's been a really, really long time since I actually read The Hobbit. Ah, uh, gotcha. I haven't read The Hobbit since... I don't know, I think that that PS2 game came out. Mm. I have a, that, that doesn't count as the book. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I know, I'm when kidding. I, when I worked for GameStop, the pre-order bonus for pre-ordering this Hobbit game was a copy of the book. Fair enough. <laughs> Which I don't have that copy anymore for some reason. But I had a, I had some copies I got from Hasbro, a copy I got from Half Price Books a hundred years ago. Sierra presents the J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit, the book of the video game. I, I want to say it came out like either like right after the Lord of the Rings movie started coming out or right before because it's not like connected to the movie franchise at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I actually kind of forgot how much I actually enjoy the book and all the weird little songs that Token kind of wrote into the into the story. Like when I watched the Hobbit movie, I was like, did they make this up <laughs> <laughs> or is this actually in the book? And yeah, like the the song the the dwarves sing about chipping the plates and blending oh, the knives. Oh yes, um, yes, yeah, when they come the beginning part. And yeah. then uh, that's the, so good in the movie. It's oh yeah, probably <laughs> the only part of the movie I liked. <laughs> yeah, I really one thing about the movie is I did not enjoy how the dwarves looked. Like yeah? some of them, yeah, but others no. Like Thorin, did it hit a little too close to home? No, <laughs> no, some of them are too handsome or barely have a beard. Yeah, well, yeah. Thorin Oakenshield did not have a beard, no, did he? No, he didn't. No, not really. He had like a sh- really short, he had like a Cody beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, it, just, it was a short it's beard. A short no, beard, yeah. A lot of them just look too pretty boy to be dwarves. Philly, Killy, uh, Thorin. The only ones that really looked like dwarves were like Ballin, Dwallin, Bond. Bomber, with his giant braided orange beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, the book's pretty good. Um, the description of... I always forgot the description of Gollum, and it was like, ooh, he sounds even creepier in the book. <laughs> and he kind of was, because like, they talk about how like how bad he wanted to eat Bilbo. Mm. And, like He wanted to sneak up on him and like choke him. What is that monster that people can't decide, and even Tolkien scholars can't decide if it has wings or not? The Balrog? It might be the Balrog. But I, I forget where I heard about it at, but it's been a long-going debate whether or not this creature has wings. Because it's described as having and not having them. Hmm. Well, I'll let you know when I get to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I could tell you right now, he does have boxing gloves. Uh, <laughs> Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter Balrog. Or Claws if you're in Japan. Yeah. Really? That's his, his name? name? So, yeah. So his, so, yeah, his name's Vega. In yeah. In Japan. Uh, yeah. So, for whatever reason. Well, I know the reason. Um, it, the or no, his name's three, three out of the four main villains of Street Fighter 2 had their names like shifted one over in the translation from Japan to America. Um, the box, the boxer, and this is why in fighting game like communities they call him Boxer Claw and Dictator mm. because that way there's no confusion. Um, in Japan, Balrog the boxer is M Bison, short for Mike Bison. Because and they changed it because Mike Tyson was like would sue the crap would sue the crap out of him. <laughs> so it was Mike Bison as the boxer, Balrog as the claw man, and uh, Vega as uh, the dictator. Yeah, really. Yep, yep. And it stands to this day. They did. They have not uh, in Japan. If you play over there, it's under different names. Huh. And they're the only ones that have different different names. That's weird because uh, like over there compared to here. Huh. Because I remember watching, you know, the the anime movie of Street Fighter 2, and they called Vega Vega. Uh, because it was developed for an American audience. Primarily. Ah, okay. They just went into the code, and they, like, added one on each of their names, so it rotated It rotated, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they couldn't do that with Sagat, because Sagat was already the main uh, and final boss of Street Fighter 1. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's the more you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But yeah, yeah, Balrog the Boxer. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, but uh, see where it's am always I? Always about his fight money. <laughs> where am I? Where am I at in the in the book? Oh, uh, I just got through uh, Bilbo finding the ring, doing the riddle challenge with Gollum, and they just got saved by the eagles from the forest fire. He's so. Riddled with Gollum. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, Bilbo. He battled a troll. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I've never read it all the way through. I've read about half of it. You know, it's not as dry as I remember it. It was it was assigned reading for my children's literature class in college, which was a great class, but I only read about half of it. Yeah, I've never read Tolkien. I tried reading uh, The Fellowship of the Rings once, and um, boy, does Tolkien like describing landscapes, and I got <laughs> yeah, bored. It's not, it's not quite as bad in The Hobbit. Okay. But now it could be worse, though. It could be The Cimmerillion, which uh, reads like a, his it's a, a history textbook slash Bible. Yeah, I would never in a million years. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm enjoying the book. Um, oh, good. I kind of forgot how much I liked reading. Oh, yeah, it's a good time. But then, like, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm, like, picturing all the movie stuff in my head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you get that sometimes when they... Movies do kind of ruin books a little bit. 
Like I, I always had a different interpretation of things from the Harry Potter books that now, uh, the movies have 100% colored over like, like over like, Oh yeah. It's always Daniel Radcliffe. Now it's always Daniel Radcliffe. His hair isn't that unkempt. Oh uh, yeah. He was always a real dumpy boy in my head. It's the, it's, a uh, um, Hermione, the correct way of saying it, instead of Hermione, the way that I thought it was <laughs> when pronounced. I, when I read the book originally, uh, when I was a kid, it was Hermione, because I had Her- never Her- seen Hermione. that. Hermione. She's Hermione. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione Granger. Uh, I don't know. I was young. I was like, I've never seen his name before. Bring me the pizza before. pasta. <laughs> it's pizza pasta, not pizza pasta. <laughs> Yes, there it is. That's a good one. That's the one. But also, like That's in the book, the when they talk about I like how Snape has like a hooked nose and a beard. Yeah, he and looked. He in the book, Snape looks more like the uh, headmaster for the Russian. Um, yeah, uh, group from the fifth movie. Yeah, yeah, fourth or fifth movie. Yeah, with Victor Crumb and all. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. Yet you just can't go back to it and not picture that version yeah and and uh, i never particularly liked the movie's version of things not, either. No, they seemed kind of like the least common denominator but, they, but they've everything. seeped so hard into yeah. like yeah. public like pop culture yeah you have no choice but to think of the movies anyway what's yours um samantha and i've been doing the the 31 for 31 i again. was gonna say yeah it's about that time it's your spooky season time yeah and yeah. i i don't know i'm not gonna talk about all of them because a lot of them suck yeah we <laughs> there's been a couple misses okay but uh, i will talk about the ones i can remember fair that's fair <laughs> uh our first big one was slacks with two X's at the end, okay, which is a movie about a pair of jeans that kills people. Nice, which that's s- like some straight up like thanks killing or tire. That's what it sounds like, but death actually, bed, the bed that eats, yeah, or like evil bong or whatever, evil, evil bong, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's actually a lot better than it sounds, and a lot more well produced than you would think. Huh? D- d- do the slacks like eat you from like yeah from like, like the opening the on waste. the top? Yeah, the- that, that's kind of like anthropomorphized as a mouth, and then the two <laughs> the two butt pockets are kind of like the eyes, and they oh, open nice. and they articulate like eyes. And the special effects aren't bad. They oh, they sh- awesome. they show at the end they they green screened a guy like moving the pants around, and it looks pretty good. I didn't I didn't even realize it was like a that practical of a, an effect. But oh, that's awesome! It was, and uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot to. To analyze about the a movie pair, about a pair the of killer that pants, <laughs> killer mm-hmm. jeans. but it does have like a, it's like a big like fair trade, uh, oh, okay. GMO free clothing store mm. that turns out that they uh, outsource all of their their like cotton crops and everything to India, and you know a mishap there made evil jeans happen (laughs) (laughs) i like it yeah i won't spoil it but it does have like kind of a message and is actually like doing something more than jeans kill you the movie (laughs) that sounds that sounds great although i would take jeans kill you the movie it's still also jeans kill you the movie it's it's still a good time (laughs) and i would wholeheartedly recommend it Awesome. I, was, I was surprised with how legitimately good it was. <laughs> I never thought you'd get a sequel to that Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> the wrong trousers. Yeah. Yep. These, these are the very wrong trousers. <laughs> the wrongest trousers. Yeah. <laughs> the sisterhood of the traveling killing pants. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that movie would be over so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I mean, the pants do uh, attack a YouTube influencer, so that was kind of fun. Of course, to see. sure. I mean, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> and Sips some, coffee. Good for yeah, her. Good for her. <laughs> There's some fun kills in there, that, like the pants that split somebody at the waist. Sure. <laughs> I feel like that would be most of them. Well, I mean, like, you know, the pants are more ambulatory later in the film, so uh, it's it's less about them having to be worn later. Fair. <laughs> I just imagine, like, it, like, wrapping, like, legs around people's, like, necks and, like... Oh, yep, that happens. Choking yeah. them. Uh, there's a, a pants dance scene where the pants dance... Oh, dancing dance, pants. dance, dancing dance, pants. dance, dance. Nice, nice. <laughs> At one point, the pants uh, put themselves on a mannequin, so you get like a creepy mannequin with walking pants. Oh, nice. Which, yeah, looks pretty cool. That's a good, that's th- that's a cool effect. Yeah. yeah. And, and you said a lot of it was practical? Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, it's on Shutter. Okay. Uh, 100% recommend. Cool. Um, and we, we also watched Witchboard. Which is an '80s movie about a Ouija board mm-hmm. that has a Ouija uh, board. Yes, that has a uh, Tawny Katane. Is that how you pronounce Tawny her name? Katane, yeah. Yeah, the the girl from the music videos. Yep. The which one is that? White Snake. White Snake. Yeah. Uh, I don't even have to think about that one. <laughs> and it was dumb and stupid and dumb. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like they they she gets like. Possessed by a Ouija board monster, and like people die, and uh, not not as good as the Evil <laughs> Pants movie. Um, I'm struggling to remember anything interesting about it. Oh well, I mean, you I said Tony Katane, so you I, said the yeah, interesting thing about it. That is it. the interesting thing about it. I think you pretty it. much hit all the high points yeah. of that movie. Yeah, there's some like weird ADR voices that come out of nowhere in a couple scenes that are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're about to try the Ouija board for the first time, and then she's like, no, "I don't know, I don't want to do it." And you hear somebody in the crowd just go, "Oh no!" <laughs> what? Just like it just like seems so weird and out of place that it made me laugh out loud. Oh no! Oh no! No, come on! <laughs> it's the the uh. demon in the corner. Yeah. No, use it. <laughs> and like the guy that bring that brought that Ouija board to the party is like such a like weirdo, like that it doesn't make sense. It's like nobody would be this weird. And also, who brings a Ouija board to a party? Uh, who invi- well, who would invite this guy to the party? Yeah, exactly. And like he's just so forward with everything about his Ouija board, like he was waiting just for somebody to ask him about his Ouija board. <laughs> He's like the guy at the party that brings his guitar. I was just going to say, brings a guitar waiting for someone to say, hey, is that a guitar? Yeah, but instead it's a Ouija board and he wants to tell you about the small child Daniel that he communicates to with it. He's a grown adult man. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, it's pretty funny, but it also felt pretty long. Yeah. Long in the tooth. Yeah. Like the point where you're just like sitting on the couch, you're like... Uh, can we change it yet? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, not to step on your toes, but yeah, I just remembered something else I d- I, w- I watched. Yeah, uh, Chicago Party Ant. Oh no! On, Why? On, on 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 Netflix. I watched the like the blip that Netflix does when you hover over it, and I said no. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like kind of like um. Oh, I just okay. Yeah, I, I know what this is now. 
for a second, I was like, why Why are the ants partying? Like, I was thinking of the tiny bugs. Like, it's, aunt, it's aunt. a Bugs Life sequel. Yeah, but no, I know what you're talking about, and it looks gross. I don't want it's to try it. It's actually not that gross. Or like, just dumb. It, it gets kind of dumb. But also, the it's the voice of, of Scorpia from... Uh, oh, she... Uh, and she's also Dina on Superstore, and I can't remember what her name is, but she's she is really funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's this aunt who is uh you know she used to like be a big partier back in the day, and her whole personality is the city of Chicago. <laughs> oh yeah, I figured you you'd like it. <laughs> I do like Chicago. <laughs> like there's a point where like the eighty five bears and Mike Ditka show up, and she loses her mind. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's a good. That's a good gag. That's a good one. Hey, deep pizza, the bean. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much like she hits all the high points of Chicago. I love a good deep dish pizza. You would. Uh you know, if I had to choose the medium, like the halfway point between the two, I'll so take a Midwest pizza. A Midwest yeah. pizza. Because, but if if I had to choose between the extremes, deep dish over uh, cracker thin. Oh, Every yeah. day of the week, yep. I don't. Wa- I don't want to eat crackers with sauce on it. it. Have you had one of the pizzas they have at the Marcus? No. Oh my god, they're so thin. It's awful. Oh, that sounds it gross. Tastes like saltines with pizza toppings on it. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> We're getting no sponsorships from Greg Marcus, but their pizza is bad. Well, <laughs> I like a thinner pizza. That's that's my. I like them thick with two C's. <laughs> No. That episode of Samurai Jack when Aku orders <laughs> a pizza. <laughs> no, I do like a like a Columbus style, but which is Donato's. Donato's, yeah, yeah, I like Donato's. That's considered but... Columbus style pizza. Oh, really? So I've, ne- I've never heard that. Yep, I was just hmm. kind of thick. Thought it was like a thick, thicker, thin crust. Yeah, it's it's, it's... cutting the squares. Mm-hmm. Donato's ask is Columbus style. Interesting, huh? Interesting. I forget where I read that, but I swear I read it somewhere. <laughs> Not just making it up. Hmm. Uh, it was Detroit style too, which is which is kind of a deep dish, but not like Chicago style deep dish. We're, we're Detroit style. It. It's covered in garbage, and Robocop has to come and, <laughs> and there's a gun is baked inside, and blow it up, and, and shoot it in its pepperonis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there it is. And with that, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Uh, we're gonna play a couple ads for a couple of shows, and then we will be right back. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 122 West Rensselaer Street in downtown Bucyrus, 567-806-5364, and online at subcultureoh.com. Hello, I'm Ben Vaughn, the host of The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn. Heard every Saturday night at 8 p.m. here on WZMO 104.7 FM. We span many decades, many styles, and many moods on my show. So tune in to The Many Moods of Ben Vaughn every Saturday night at 8 p.m. See you then. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our jobs seriously here at WZMO. 
we will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. <laughs> ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. All right, we are back from the break. Let's go ahead and get into a little bit of this news. Gosh. The classic goofy scream. Sometime we're going to have to swap the jingles for news and check it out and see if anybody knows. knows we're going to just, yeah, <laughs> just flip, flip flop them. Yeah. yeah, we'll see if anyone, see if we get an email that week. On Poipus. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say Porpus? <laughs> that seems shorter than usual. Did I you cut it down. I cut it down. Good. It probably needed cut it, it cut did, down. It needed cut, cut down. It, it cut it down. Cut it needed it cut down. it down. Yep. Yep. Anyway, let's talk about some stuff. The first one, the big news, uh, the one speaking, that ties into. Speaking of cutting, we got a new anime sword boy in Smash. We sure Brothers. do. It's the final <laughs> Smash Brothers Ultimate character, and it's a Sora from My Kingdom Heart. Which is fitting. He deserves the spot. There's just other things I have issue with. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so Sora, for folks who don't know, is the main protagonist of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is a joint venture between uh, Square Enix, uh, the makers of Final Fantasy, and Disney, the makers of Disney. Disney. <laughs> the makers of everything else. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and what it is, it's basically an action RPG where an anime sword boy goes around with Donald and Goofy. To, or to uh, Disneyland. To Disneyland, and also they fight a guy who turned into a boat one time. <laughs> they fought the king of Hyrule? <laughs> no. No. It's, yeah. a, it's a running gag. Uh, that, that's a, the Wind Waker riff. Uh, no, it's um, uh, Ansem. They, yeah. Uh, there's a whole thing where they said, you know, <laughs> you have a climactic battle where you press, at, press X over and over. Uh, one guy turns into a boat. <laughs> yeah it's yeah anyway uh, anyway yeah sora uh, is into the smash brothers as the final character and um it is amazing that they were able to jump through the legal hurdles necessary to get the character into the game at all like i never thought that that would actually happen because not only would they be trying to get because nintendo doesn't have the rights to any of these characters no so um they would have to get a hold of Square Enix, they would have to go through which are, Disney. Which are both kind of difficult to deal with. They're both, but both together? Yeah. I oh. mean, the door was already open for Square because they already have Sephiroth and Cloud. Yeah, but Cloud, even like in the initial version of they Smash, could there, not. Were, there was like three songs. Yeah. Mm. Like, a lot of stuff was was missing for Cloud, it seemed like. Yeah. Compared to other characters. And surprise, surprise, a lot of things seem missing for Sora in a this. lot of things he seems very first off again I'm not upset you know we were making jokes when the when the uh, uh, Nintendo director the Smash Direct came out on Tuesday ultimately I'm not upset about this choice I think the character does have a place have a place because Smash Brothers it's gone beyond just being a fighting game about characters and it's almost like the video game awards kind of like 
if these you're, you're icons somebody, of gaming. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a big enough character to to fit into Smash Brothers and and Sora or representation uh representative from Kingdom Hearts. It should be there. Um but yeah, they the character seems very simple, which was a deliberate choice by Sakurai. He said that um you know, the last couple of uh, DLC characters have been kind of difficult for people to pick up. And he wanted to make this last one another simple, like anyone can. After the nightmare that was Steve. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that character was just a nightmare. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, he was. Um, he may be simple, but he's definitely not clean. Oh, he's too clean. <laughs> they scrubbed some some spots away from him. <laughs> uh, the the big thing that is missing is they have removed any and all mentions of Disney. Except for the Mickey Mouse, except on for his one tiny Mickey Mouse on his keychain, which you're not going to be able to see, yeah, during gameplay anyway. But yeah, they've removed every single reference to anything. I mean, he's barely a, has anything to do with Kingdom Hearts, really. It's just the character model. Yeah, and like you never in any other time ever, you never see Sora without Donald and Goofy. Yeah, they are the three amigos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's just kind of a bummer that not even their final his final smash which you shows would think them. they would at least pop up. That's what I thought they were I thought gonna they were do. going to. I hundred percent thought that Donald Goofy were going to be part of the final smash, and it just not there. That smash yeah. is super boring. Oh yeah, it is. It's, on top of that, every move he has is super boring. Well, that's what happens when you make things simple. You make them standard, and and yeah, they just like, kind of boring. His special stage is really boring it's one of those ones where it flies around while there's stuff in the background and i hate those yeah and <laughs> it's just a flat stage with one platform yeah it's yeah it's not a gimmick stage which i normally i would not be i would be like oh man gimmick stages and fighting games no thank you but like in smash yes give me all of the gimmicks especially if they were allowed to use disney stuff a fly around different places stage would be really cool in that situation. Have a fly around go to Agrabah. Yeah. And have the stage is the gummy ship. Yeah. You're flying around these different worlds. Like it would it be was so there. perfect. And it cool. was yeah. there. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like, but the only good, good thing I could really come that I could say about Sora and Smash, I mean, they did get a handful of the really more Final Fantasy leaning Kingdom Hearts music. Uh, his aerial recovery is pretty decent. It w makes sense that the character Sora, whose name means Sky, is primarily an aerial air, fighter. An yeah. aerial fighter, and he can basically jump from the like right at the death line on the bottom of the screen and make it back onto a stage, basically wherever he's at. And to be fair, it, him fighting looks a lot like how he fights in the game. They pretty much nailed the look of Kingdom Hearts fighting. When you mash that square button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's yeah. what you do. Yep. I mean, if I'm not wrong, I mean, that's how I played the game. <laughs> it's not like a, you know, a combo heavy system. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I, I'm okay with this pick. I am just a little bummed that we're getting maybe 60, 65% of the character if in the that, game. Yeah. If that really. And it sucks because it's not their fault. It's not. Like, yeah, it's it's not Sakurai's fault. Again, he did the, the best fact, he the could. Yeah, the fact that they were able to get the character into the game in the first place is a monumental achievement. So I don't want to take that away from him. But yeah, it just... It just uh, rings a little hollow. A little bit. A little hollow bastion. Ah. Uh, uh, you will. Uh, good joke. And I wish it was a Doom Slayer. Yeah, who did they, get a me costume? 
Sora should have been the me character, and Doom Slayer should have been the, the yeah. Sora, Sora's costume could have easily been Sword Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, absolutely. Doom, yeah. Doom Slayer could have did a lot of cool stuff. They gave him so many like different moves he could do in the last Doom game. They gave him a sword. He can fly. He can like jet around a little bit, which would mm -hmm. be perfect. But also, that soundtrack is fire. Oh yeah, they could have put some of the Doom songs in Smash, yeah. and they're real get, good. Get some like real heavy metal <laughs> in yeah. Smash, but, but that'd be the uh, best. Japan typically they don't go much for first person shooters, do they? No, no. So that's that's just it. If if this were a joint uh, Japan U.S. development team, Doom Slayer would have made it. Yeah, in. he doesn't have the cachet in Japan, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he, Doom is one of the vi biggest video games of all time in America. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, one of the staples of the shooting genre. Yeah. I also think that the people that are kind of upset that uh, Waluigi didn't make it in, if Waluigi and for that matter, um, if Shovel Knight were not already assist trophies, they would have been included as playable characters instead of some of the other choices from this DLC set. Like... I know people like uh, Xeno Xenoblade Saga. If <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't the bo the boy. Oh yeah, that would have been a bummer. Yeah, because he sucks. His design is real bad. It was bad. The boy from Xenoblade Rex, Rex. from Xenoblade uh, Chronicles Two. Okay. Weird anime deep sea diver boy. Or no, uh, Z is it Xenoblade? No, Xenoblade Chronicles. No, it is two. Two. The yeah. second one, the, the first one is Shulk. He's really feeling it. Yeah, the first one is just Xenoblade Chronicles, and then there's Xenoblade Chronicles X, oh, and then yeah. there's Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Oh man, it's a real the bravely numbering. default situation. Yeah, but but no, there there is not a universe in which um, those characters would have been included into the game, or had not if they weren't so big in Japan. Well, no, I mean, like if if Shovel Knight weren't a assist trophy already, oh, yeah, yeah. Shovel Knight would have made it onto the roster as as a playable character, and I bet they would have taken a a place of someone like Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicle Two. I still think Waluigi is, is a bad choice. He's not. He's a. He's kind of a bad choice, but he's the only. It's weird that he is the only Nintendo character outside of. It's Waluigi and Toad are the only two major Nintendo well, cast I don't, I don't that think, didn't make it in. I don't think they ever should have put Daisy in either. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I feel like Daisy could have been like costume yeah, select just for use, Peach. Yeah, it could just be a different color, different color. Peach dress. Yeah, like, I don't know, there's some people who really like Daisy, and I don't. It, I don't get it. It's weird. She's fine. She's fine. But there's some people on the Twitters that are just like obsessed with her. Well, and I, I don't get it. Well, that's the Twitters. <laughs> Princess Peach is barely a character, and Daisy even less so. <laughs> I liked it back when uh, Daisy was uh, like a tomboy. Yeah, the spunky tomboy, but they... They've re reverted that. It, they've rolled it back. She's just orange princess. Yeah. Well, all all the Mar the Mario. Why was I going to say Mario? All, <laughs> all the, the Mario. All characters. the Mario characters have kind of had a, a sander taken to them recently. It feels like they have a lot less edge. It's Mario and Luigi and uh, uh, Louis Luigi. Princess Ponch. Ponch. Petch. Princess Petch. Yes. Shadow the plumber. <laughs> I don't know, for some reason that, that joke just popped in my but head like, and I wanted like it. Like the sports games and stuff, like their victory animations and that kind of stuff just seem really tame like as generic. of like, Yeah, really yeah. generic. Yeah. 
All right, so hey, we have some other news here to roll through, uh, and I'm going to let you guys take a pick. Where do you want to go? How do you feel about boats and Legos? I mean, I'm not opposed. (laughs) I mean, I had a lot of the pirate set when I was a kid. The good pirate set from like the late 80s. the classic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Black Seas Barracuda. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. That was like the best Christmas ever. Well, this boat doesn't have pirates, but it does sink. (laughs) it's the titanic they made a lego titanic and it is gigantic yeah it's like nine thousand pieces or something yeah it's it's literally the largest lego set ever produced i'm pretty sure Mm. i'm pretty sure it is i'm pretty sure i read that it was i'm gonna look at that that millennium falcon because i feel like that millennium falcon it's at least the longest there's i I don't know death star that's bigger than that millennium Falcon. there's 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 the super star destroyer which was like five feet long there's this the, one's about five foot. There's the new there's the new new star destroyer, which is pretty big. There's the shield hover carrier that's pretty big. Oh yeah, oh, can you imagine if they ever did a Lego USS flag from uh, GI Joe? <laughs> oh wow, and be able to put like a Lego a full size Lego jet on it. That would be like ten feet long. <laughs> Take up that your toy was room. That toy was ridiculous. Yeah, it seems like something that should have never existed. Yeah, it's like a lot of wasted plastic. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, this um, it looks really, really well done. It's uh, it's kind of on there. It's not a, like a playset level of Lego set. It's part of their like architecture. Like, it's the adult line. The adult line for like modeling and and display, and it's fantastic. But what was the uh, what was the price on it? Six hundred and twenty nine dollars. That is a lot of money for a Lego set. I don't care how big and long it is. $600 is a lot of money. There's no yeah. denying its girth. Yeah, this is the biggest ever kit. Yeah, I just looked up the Falcon, which the Falcon was like $800. That's got that. They got a, They got a, that licensing fee, the mm-hmm. Star Wars tax. Yeah, but it was like 7,500 pieces. Mm. Part of me want, kind of wants this big boat for no reason. Just because it's a big Lego boat, I guess. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it. I no, don't. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm gonna. W- I'll wait for people on Instagram, the Lego people that I follow on Instagram, to get a to get it, and then turn all of the parts into robot, <laughs> into big robot. I want transforming Titanic. It goes from the boat to a big robot. Yeah, its weakness <laughs> is ice. Yeah. <laughs> if Titanic was a Pokemon, yeah, it would. <laughs> if the Titanic <laughs> were a Pokemon, ice would be what super is effective. Ice, yes, yes. It's a terrible joke, and it's probably going to be the ep- the episode title. <laughs> do the do the joke you did off air about the the iceberg. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it needs the Lego set needs a uh, a companion iceberg Lego set to go along with it. <laughs> yes, it's all those cl- clear and white pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a nightmare to put together. But it's got one of those little ice spacemen with the uh, orange with neon the orange visor. always on there. Yeah, yeah. He's trying yep. best he can, he's, but it's he's... not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I wonder gosh. if the Titanic comes with the band that sinks with it. <laughs> oh, I don't think it doesn't have any mini. It probably it doesn't, doesn't have any. No, mini no, it's, it's, it's just a mod. It's like it's one small. of those. Uh, it's like one of those uh, Lego architecture pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I I applaud these Lego for adult sets. They're pretty cool. They're I, neat. I got the bonsai. Oh, you and did. I put I've been looking together. at that one. Yeah, it was fun to build, and oh, I, awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I've been meaning to get the ship in a bottle. That would be a good one too. Yeah, yeah. I've heard like as cool as it is, it is a little lack because some of the piece count is just the 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 water 
Oh, the singular, the singular water pegs that are pegs, in the, yeah. that are in the bottom of the bottle. Yeah. The thing I liked about the bonsai is the the gravel that it's sitting in is just loose bricks. Oh, it really? It comes with a bunch of little like one peg. Uh, oh, yeah, interesting. That's what the, that's colored what, round pieces. That's what the the ship in the bottle ones yeah, are like. Yeah, you just dump them in the tray, and it's, oh, that's, it's, it's that's like kind a of Lego awesome. Zen garden in there. That's cool. Yeah, I might have to pick that one up. That I'm sounds just, pretty I'm just, awesome. I'm just hearing the sound like when you blow stuff up in uh, the Lego games. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip over one here. Um, so, have you guys heard oh, about... The Muffin Man? About the bird. Uh, <laughs> Papa Umau Mau, Papa Umau Mau. Uh, no, uh, have you heard about the Twitch leak? Yes, it's nuts. It's a crazy one. Uh, uh, what was this? Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Yeah. Uh, someone uh, or, or was some able people. to get into the entirety of the Twitch streaming services backend and uploaded over 128 gigs of uh, data. It's nuts how much it's stuff crazy. they got. It's crazy. They got everything. They somehow got everything, uh, including... Um, creator payouts for the last month and for the last year which really sucks if you're one of those creators and now yeah, everybody knows exactly knows how much money you make what that's you're making not, which i mean it's not that hard to estimate it you just take the number of subs they have by how much mm-hmm. it costs per sub and you can ballpark it yeah and but i mean still and the money the the totals that they got from it do not include um gift uh like donations during stream this is just from subs yeah just rep, just actual flat revenue yeah, and uh, some of it was pretty wild. Like, they make a lot of money, those Twitch streamers. A critical Role. Critical makes Role an makes... an insane amount of money. They make over a million dollars. That was in the last year. They made over a million dollars. But then again, they're also splitting that across, like, eight on-camera creators and an entire team of True. other stuff. So... They're not their take home is not nearly as much as what. But the fact that they're making eight million or uh, making a million dollars a year over that playing a game and then they also D&D have game. like their real jobs as successful voice actors, voice actors on well, top that of that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and licensing deals and merch. Oh, there's and- so much merch. I had no idea how yeah. popular this. Well, there's a whole D and D campaign book um, that adds the uh, a Shadow Knight custom yeah. uh, thing for the <laughs> Warrior class. I've been my, wanting to pick that up just to play mess group, around with it. My group is playing a campaign in in uh, Wild Wild Mount. I think it's called. Oh yeah, right now. So yeah. I don't know anything about. <laughs> I've you know what I it has gone on for long enough uh, that I don't know if I can get into it. Yeah, because I feel like there is so much baggage with each like i mean it's it, not something you could just it, jump into it at this has point. it has all the trappings of any kind of fandom both the good and the <laughs> yeah. bad that and I've a just lot heard, of bad i've heard so much about it at this point it's it just, just like, turns you off to it I don't, yeah I don't yeah know. exactly i'd rather listen get back into the adventure zone like. sure yeah but uh but no that like they make a ton of money um a lot of it's a lot of Fortnite players there's a lot of call of duty players Oh, that stuff's always really popular yeah. to watch. Yeah. A, a lot of v- variety streamers that are, um, especially the ones that uh, recently got around the no bathing suits on stream, uh, <laughs> ruling by putting a blow up 
pool it's in there. It's still overwhelmingly men, though, in the it top is. list. It is, yes. So the people who complain about about women streaming and it being unfair, it, that's crap. It's it's not. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The top list is still mostly it's men. It's mostly dudes that play Call of Duty or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now. I I looked at the list and I it's accurate. Nerd Overload live is not now on is uh, yeah. <laughs> well i mean we're on it oh well yeah everybody is everybody is we're on it it's, our revenue is zero <laughs> <laughs> i have no problem saying that on air i we don't stream that much but anyway the, but the fact we're, of the matter we're streamers is, with integrity <laughs> this is something that this is this is a news topic that we are technically a part of it's guys true. technically that is, true. that is weird to think about yeah right um, along with this, they have they believe that um, passwords did not get breached as part of the leak, they which I that. kind of have a hard time believing because if they were able to get this much stuff, um, they so had to have somebody's to, password. Some, yeah, <laughs> uh, what I've heard uh, reports now that if you have used the same password, if you haven't changed the pa- same password in like the last eleven years maybe go ahead and change it we went ahead and changed ours i mean you definitely want to set up like two factor authentication if you can I mean, and change you, your password you, you just do, to be on the safe side you do anything online you should have two, you should have two stage authentication yeah like i love when i get like a text from like from like steam or something like hey here's your steam code and i'm like ha ha <laughs> yeah i get that every now and then too i've never gotten that on my steam account really never huh yeah. and i've had a steam account since steam existed no, I mean it, same. My yeah. my PayPal caught one the other day that I'm glad I set up two factor. Yeah, to, yeah. Oh, yeah, especially big, for especially for financial services. That's a big deal. Oh, well, yeah. that's well, that's why people are saying you know with the Twitch, a lot of people have tied their bank accounts to the Twitch so they can make easy payments to the yeah, their when, favorite streamers. When that's your livelihood, of course you're gonna want a direct deposit on it. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So and this I, was kind of a whole thing. Yeah. I'm tired of people saying these people shouldn't get this money because it is it's, it's a job. It, Listen, we've we have streamed enough games and we've done enough like production on our channel as little as we've done that I know that it is a process. It is it's work. Yeah, it's work. It's work. It, you would you would think that it's not that difficult to sit and play a video game and talk at the same time it is it's a skill it's a legitimate skill and there's so many overlapping skills because one you gotta you gotta be like you know have some kind of charisma yeah Mm -hmm. you gotta be on the whole time yep you can't just there's yeah there's there's sound editing there's video editing you know if you're into that kind of stuff or whatever and and if you want to be good at this stuff just just working like obs or uh whatever you're using is not easy well i mean think of it this way there used to be entire, you know, on on television, you ha- would have an entire crew. One guy would be set for sound. One would be set for video. Yeah, these were like so people's actual jobs and entertainment. Stuff like that. And when you're doing this, you're doing this by yourself. Like, and you're sometimes, everything. And sometimes. you're working. A lot of times. You're working all the technology that your local news uses. Like, you're yeah. throwing stuff up on your screen. You're... Yeah, it's not easy. It's not. It's I mean, really not. There are some there are some like like bigger YouTube personalities and streamers that probably have maybe a small team of people that work on things. At at best. Yeah. I mean yeah. like uh uh there's these these one um YouTubers I, I I catch every so often, uh called MXR Plays. They have a very small team of people 
but it's mostly just uh, Henry and his girlfriend Jeannie do mm. most of the stuff. Mm. But they do have like you know a couple other people that kind of help them out a little bit. VTubers are are doing it on their own, and it's they're handling themselves. a whole rig that tr- is tracking their movement. Right, like, it's nuts. Yeah. And then you got some VTubers who, like from the ground up, created their own VTuber avatar. Yeah. So like there's animation, art skills, and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, we got to move off this topic. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, almost yeah. Uh, we're almost at time, but we gotta we gotta cover uh, at least a couple more things. So they're talking about doing a spinoff Marvel series based off of Ad- Agatha Harkness from the uh, WandaVision yeah. show. Catherine Hahn as Agatha Harkness in her own show. That's fine. Yeah, that she was great on WandaVision. She was really, really good. You know, like her whole personality in that show almost reminded me of uh, when Missy was the master on Doctor Who. Yes. Yep. Yep. Like it had that same chi- that same chaotic energy, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I was all about it. Did you hear that uh, Missy from uh, Doctor Who is now on the Doom Patrol series? She's playing Ma- uh, Madame Rouge. Oh, okay. Of the, I didn't know of that. the um, Brotherhood of Evil. Yeah, what's her? Yeah. What's her name? Um, uh, Gomez. So, yeah, last Melissa Gomez. Gomez. Melissa Gomez. Yeah, there it. we go. Yep. Yep. Or is it Michelle Gomez? Michelle Gomez. Michelle Gomez. That's it. She's also on Sabrina. Oh, Very right. Good on yes. Sabrina. Oh, yep. she is. Yeah, I keep yep. forgetting about that. Speaking of Sabrina, Sabrina is crossing over with Riverdale. Which yeah. she is a she is an Archie character. Well, yeah, yeah. And Riverdale has finally gotten weird enough, from what I understand, <laughs> that they can introduce Sabrina and be like, oh, okay, no, that fits. And so it, so it's Netflix Sabrina? Yeah. Huh. Which is weird because and this is spoilers for Sabrina, but also it's pretty old at this point. She dies at the end. <laughs> I really don't care. Well, I comic honestly, books, they can bring her back. Yeah, I mean, true. I had such a hard time getting into that, that darn show. Oh, I loved Sabrina. I, did, I never finished it, but I, I spoiled it for myself by accident because of this news story. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. I liked it a lot. And like legitimately, not like in the way that you watch Riverdale because it's so bad. Bonkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there was some, there's some, I heard something about Riverdale the other day that I apparently... Hiram Lodge is now some kind of like avenging ghost spirit or something. <laughs> and and they have like Happy Fun Dip the the super drug that's ravaging the town where Archie of course. where where um a military man Archie has come back from the from, war. From World War One. Kind like, of, yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird it's like a whole weird World War, thing. World War One. Like I, I've seen pictures from of the like, trailer, not pictures, but the trailer for the season, and it's a very like World War One, World War Two style looking war for some reason. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Maybe they thought it, they'd get some flack if they did a modern war. I don't know. I don't know. It's just stylized. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it's Riverdale. It's I, weird. I thought it was wild when they had a cage fight between grown man Hiram Lodge and Archie, teenage Archie. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nobody no, nobody goes, hey, why is this adult man punching this child? <laughs> why are we letting this happen? Uh, I, you know, I've, been, I've never actually watched an episode with Hiram Lodge, but every time I hear about some of the crazy stuff they do with the character, all I picture is Vince McMahon. <laughs> That's fair. (laughs) I'm going to get that Archie Andrews. He's going to be in SummerSlam. But now he's a buff Hispanic guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your soy Hiram Lodge. (laughs) Okay. uh, Last thing. And this is 
this is really just for me and Josh. That's uh, why I put it on. Thank the you. Board. I, pr- I appreciate it. Um, also, I thought it was cool too. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> so uh, Hideaki Anno, the guy who created Evangelion and um, Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, and is currently working on Shin um, Ultraman. Ultraman. Uh, it released a first like mini trailer or kind of a teaser trailer for his next upcoming reboot of classic seventies. Japanese superhero. Yeah, uh, Shin Kamen Rider, which is like right up my alley. And it is nearly shot for shot the original intro to the 70s Kamen Rider. To the original Kamen Rider. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's very, very cool. <laughs> it's, oh, it's fantastic. They they use the whole thing where they, uh, they, put a, they painted a backdrop on a r- rotating base. So... And had the motorcycle that Common Rider sitting on, like stationary, and rolling it just like they would have done back in the seventies to get like it looking like he is going really fast. Yeah, and uh, it looks really slick. Uh, the new costume looks a lot like the old costume, which I ah, I think like that's, with even with the giant clunky ugly belt, well, I think that's going to change. Uh, well, the the belt's got to be clunky and stupid looking. That's just part of the thing. that's part of the thing. But I think. I have a feeling this is going to be like the intro to like the movie and then something's going to happen and you get and to the you sleek see five, outfit five years later and you it, get the sleek yeah. outfit and the clean and the newer filmmaking that sort the, of thing that's made it gets a new outfit that's made out of human corpses I wouldn't put it past them <laughs> yeah. well you know they tried to do they tried to reboot um Common Rider once before back in the 90s because it Masked had been writer and uh well no that's well that's America and that's for that includes Furbus and Furbus is a blight yeah um uh but no they in Japan so Common Rider lasted for a while and then it was off the air for about five or six years and they tried to bring it back in 91 92 um they started with a made for TV movie with the idea that uh Shin Common Rider uh, same name uh, literally would, just means new comedy. It just means new. Yeah. Uh, would continue on to a series. Well, the movie that they made was so body horror esque <laughs> that it was not picked up for another couple so of years. Kind of like series. the Giver? Uh, yeah. So uh, he didn't have arm like body armor or a costume. He would literally morph body horror style oh, into God. a into a um a motorcycle bug man. Motorcycle bug man. So common rider. And he did or uh, not common rider. So got the guyver is the guyver. So this didn't Kamen become a, a popular children's program. It then. did not. I look it up. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird, but this is not going to get that weird, but it's going to be really good because Anna does really good stuff. Yeah. I, I like mean, Shang- Shin Godzilla. And, Shin Godzilla uh, was kind of weird, but oh, like I in a well, good way. Yeah. I loved Shin Godzilla. <laughs> like, but it was like in a good way, though. Yeah. And I'm excited for Shin Ultraman because I love Ultraman. Ultraman's great. That cheesy, that cheesy t- tokatsu. Oh, yeah. Tokusatsu stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Questions, comments, uh, crossover fan fiction with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Why not? And you can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. That's 586-372-8020. Leave us a message and we might play it on the show. (laughs) All right. You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. 
And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. I'm going to go home and play Metroid. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes.